Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. What's up, mother suckers? Welcome to another episode of Mother Sucker Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Blackson. I got my nigga with me, Chinese best friend. What's good? Hey, whoever's listening, thanks for listening. We appreciate you. How many people listening, Mike? Like 28? In, in Nigeria, everybody's listening. Everybody in America, listening. Nobody. nobody give a fuck about you or me. Just well, America, Africa. there's other news in America. They wouldn't care about listening to our podcast right now. What, nigga news? No. My biggest idol, Bill Cosby, just got out. Yeah, he's out of jail, man. How you feel about that, Michael Boxen? Well, it, he got out. It was very warm uh, in Pennsylvania, very hot. Oh. You know the first thing he asked for when he got out of jail? What, what? Some nice, cold, jello pudding pie. <laughs> you know, he probably saw one of your shows. He's coming out to punch you in the forehead. For what? All the jokes I made about yeah. him? Yeah. Uh, he could take a joke. Uh you he got out. So? Of, he got out of jail. I don't think he dropped the soap. He good, and you know, Bill Cosby. He went to jail. He said he was blind, and when he got out, he said, <laughs> "He said I might be blind, but I could never see myself going back to jail." <laughs> Mike, uh, he said he was blind, and in the in the press conference, somebody threw a thong. He caught that one real fast. I'm glad. You know what? Here's the thing. You know whether he did it or not. You know, um, I don't think he's guilty in all of it, at least maybe one. Whether he did it or not, you know, if he did it, I feel bad that he's out of jail. And yeah. the women that he oh, actually yeah. did them things to, you did probably feel very upset. If he didn't do it, then God, he's out. I think he suffered and he suffered he enough. Suffered he suffered enough. 
I you know what? At the end of the day, he God, he has to answer to God. So you oh, know, yeah. Shout out to Bill Cosby. I'm glad he's. I'm whenever somebody. The reason why I it's my opinion, and I'm you know. He never wanted to settle. He never wanted to um oh, set, give oh. in because they want him to give. They said, "Let's just right. apologize and you'll be free." And oh. nigga refused to apologize. He's like, "Fuck that! I'm gonna it remind mm-hmm. me of the movie um with um Denzel. What's that movie when he was in jail? Oh, training Day. That's a fucking Training Day. That's my favorite movie, Mike. But that's not the fucking movie. King the, Kong ain't got no, shit on me. Hurricane. Hurricane. I haven't seen that one yet. Hurricane. Very is a true story. Uh-huh. About how uh, it, it was a boxer that you know he got accused of murder that he committed. And he, yeah, they locked him up. He didn't want to wear the uniform because he felt like he didn't do the crime. He should not be dressed like them, and he refused to wear the uniform. You know, so Bill did some things that made me feel like, hey, maybe he didn't do it. Yeah, you know, because he you would. Know, all he had to do apologize. You know what? The funny, the crazy thing is, we had an incident at the other Oscar award that time in Beverly Hills. One of the accusers of Bev- of uh, Bill Cosby, Janice, wanted to rape you that night. Remember? <laughs> she was like, "Oh, please come, 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 talk picture." Like, what the hell? I didn't. I didn't. Even you know. didn't even know who she you was. You know all the accusers. I knew I who she know, was. I don't know any of the accusers. Yeah. So, luckily, I knew because I just saved you from Janice. You thought I was gonna fuck Janice? No. She was probably gonna molest you and. Say She's not she, my type. She was, yeah. the, she was skinny. I like big bitches. Chinese best friend. Oh, yeah. She's out of your... Yeah. Fuck that, man. Congratulations to Bill Cosby. I think it looks like... Welcome the home, Bill Welcome Cosby. home. Uh, what do you think the first thing he did when he, when he, when he got out? Or when he, you know, we, well, the first thing he did, he probably saw... An, there was probably an ice cream store across the street, and he went to go get whatever you said, jello pudding pop. And then what? Whatever. I mean... And uh, eighty something years old, eighty-seven. Because I know she. I mean, I would want to get some pussy, me personally. Yeah, he probably got some already. Wait, wait. Is he, he's married, right? So I'm sure you get that. That he's busy. married. Yeah, Bill Cosby has a wife, doesn't he? Mike, I really thought Bill Cosby been out all this time. He's always tweeting, in the Instagram posting. I guess he has access to Instagram. You didn't know that you don't follow. Bill no, Cosby? just no. Nah, he just speaks through his team. He you know he's a woman. Oh. I know when Eddie um, did a joke about him, he had something to say, but I'm sure he said it through some, his um, PR. You think Bill Cosby will go up on stage again? Well, he's gonna have to because he's hey, well, lost all his he, money. He's gonna say something. He ain't lose his fucking money. He, out of your he lost money. his money, Mike. Yeah, Chinese he best friend. No you know what? Talk about jail. I'm gonna bring my next guest on to the show. Okay. Who, who's a Talking about jail. Talking about jail. I'm bringing my. Uh, well, his partner uh, did some time in jail. That's so I, I don't oh. know much about. I don't know too much about him. But Gilly is my Philly homie. Uh, nothing like watching somebody just re revamp themselves into something amazing. You know, um, I remember he was part of a group in Philly way back in the day when it was all young. And then he went in, and I know he was one point signed with like Cash Money, if I'm not mistaken. But he could tell us more about it. And like now, he just took over social media by the storm. And these guys are—if you are on social media, you see these guys every fucking day. Ladies and gentlemen, my Philly homies, Gilly the King and Wilder in the building, motherfuckers. Gilly the King and Wilding, what? Wilding in the building? Seriously, Wilo. Wilo, aka nut ass nigga. <laughs> 
This my nut. This my nut ass nigga right here. That's Meet your my, nut ass nigga right yeah, here. Yeah, man. Everybody has a nut ass nigga. Absolutely. He's a nut. And this 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 <laughs> my nut right here. So <laughs> are they brothers, Mike? Seriously, Chinese best no, friends. Cousins. Cousins. Are y'all really cousins? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mike. They so see the resemblance. Your mom or your dad's um, brother, sister is his. How your cousins? Like, is it your mother's sister's son? No, no, no. We not first cousins. We second cousins. Okay, second cousins. Yeah. But we Dope, cousins man. for sure, though. Cousins. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's, you know what, man? It's like, I mean, we, I'm not related to this nigga, but that's interesting to, you know, family members. How, I mean, right, let, let's go back a little bit. Let's go back to the 90s, man. 90s? What's that group you was part of? Major figures. Major figures. Major figures. Major yeah, that's figures. us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Right? That's yeah, the song, yeah, right? Yeah. Major figures. Damn, what, 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 one of them passed away, right? Uh, yeah, Lil Rocky. Lil Rookie passed away. Mm-hmm. Damn, rest in peace. Rest um. in peace, Lil Rookie. Um, so when he was in the rap group, what's you doing? I went to jail. I started. I, you know, we started together, but I was his manager at the time. No, uh, the fuck, he wasn't. Stop what? lying. <laughs> I had him do a couple <laughs> black party shows, and I got to pay for it. He didn't know I was his manager. <laughs> I got paid for him. Oh, told me, oh, this is a free show for promo. So at that time, I was managing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I did some management shit. That's fucked up. That's what managers did back in the day. They be like, hey, man, it's a free show of promo. Yeah. Y'all niggas yeah, collect promo. I had to get him pop. He did a couple blocks. still parties. doing that shit today. Yeah, they still <laughs> doing it. Yeah, you got to go on this promo run, this, this 15 city promo run. The motherfuckers make some bread off you and then, you know, some dumb shit. Damn. That's fucked up. What did he go to jail for, Mr. Blackson? Who, him? Yeah. I went to jail for two armed robberies and firearm violations. Home robberies? Home robberies. Armed. Um, you's a Arm brave robbery. motherfucker. Yeah. You went to somebody's house with a gun. No, I'm not home. Armed. Armed robberies. Oh, armed robberies. Oh. How does that work? Put a gun out, right? Maybe. Oh, like a Bank of America or yeah. Chase Bank? Oh, type of shit. That's... So what, how much time He's is a this? He's a petty the dollar tree, man. He's they gave me 20 years for 20 that? 20 years? 19 out of 52 years, I did 20. Jesus. Wow, you did 20? How many were you given? 19 and a half to 52. And he 19, uh, you, put, you put it for two years? Huh? They wanted you to do 52? No, but that's how it is on the back. You do parole and all that shit. Wow. Jesus Christ. Where they had you? Where were you staying the whole time? Oh, in the state? Yeah, in the state, Pennsylvania. Greatest four, you did all that? Different, greatest four dollars, a bunch of different prisons. Damn. But it's still, how, I mean, how old are you, do you know? No, you I don't really know how. I don't really know. I'm, I think I'm like 42. I just turned. Okay, 40. I see think the, your prison preserves you, man, because he still has a baby face. Yeah, they give good, really good burritos and ain't no fucking burritos. Well, ain't no burritos. Massages. He look like huh? he like prison. What? Oh, no, I never been yet. He look like he'd be a masseuse in prison. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he'd be a Maytag. Oh, I wash your drawers. Yeah, <laughs> some soups. Yeah, never damn, been there 20 yet. years in jail. When I did been, you get out today? <laughs> Because we was waiting for you yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you pick him up? I just got out today, earlier, L.A. County. Nice. So 20 motherfucking years, nigga. I was, I mean, you've you been, you, you been locked up. Yeah. I think every that's day when in you, Philly has when been When I went to jail, up. that's about the time that you was doing, you was doing, when you used to be busting jokes on the bus, on SEPTA. <laughs> when you was a SEPTA comedian, you was a bus comedian. Trans, public transportation comedian, you used to do stand-up. In the back of the bus. Hold up. What year was you locked up? What year? I went 97, 96, 97. Damn, so you just got out like 17? Yeah. 2017? Yep. Oh, 2017. Oh, Jesus Christ, man. He went in at 17. Came out at 17. 
Yeah. You were 17 when you went I in? I feel, still feel mm-hmm. like I'm 17. So they, 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 they put you up as an adult regardless? Yeah, it made me an adult. You're a little smarter than I thought you was. You know what's going on. I don't know about that, sir. What's the, oh, he's um, a hater. How, I mean, right, let, let's go to 17 years old. It happened you're 17. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 17 years old, you, you're in court with your, your mom is there? Yeah. Pops around? No, just my mom. Okay, mom is there. The, the, the judge give you whatever amount of years. What happened? Like your mom just. She couldn't believe it. Nobody could believe it. You know, you just go through the situation. You be like, oh, this shit is crazy. And you just go and do the time. Did you think jail saved you? Jail saved a lot of people. Saved oh, me. A lot of people, yes. Like, because probably, it, what you think you been dead if you didn't go to jail? Anything could have happened. Could have been yeah. the worst situation. Could have got life killed. Somebody. It's like jail give you a time for your light switch to cut on, for your mind to wake up and say, "Damn, this shit ain't even worth it," you know. So it helped me. Twenty years is a long time. While he's in jail, I mean, you, at this time, you y'all major figures, right? Because yeah. y'all, you guys, what, what midnight, like ninety? Is that when y'all mm-hmm. started yeah. around that time, right? Yeah, he came up with the name, that major figures. You came up with the name. Yeah, well, that's when I was managing him, and I was uh, he because he was, he was a solo that's artist. That's my little fucking cousin. I, I managed him. I, listen, I made I about used to put him in the tub. Like, I couldn't get a lot of shit. money, but he did about ten shows. I made about five hundred back the fuck then is wrong, <laughs> for ten. You know what I mean? Because he was like, they was like, he not really that good. So I'd be like, listen, just give me $10, throw him on the bill. <laughs> I remember y'all group, y'all was wild. Yeah. Like real wild and mean, and these niggas were killers. As, as, they wasn't no rap. Ki- he was a coward, he wasn't a killer. Nah, man, no. <laughs> Fuck, when I almost drowned one time, where I forgot which one of your group members, I remember this one guy, he's a manager. It, nah, is it what, Rita? Rita ever manager, the Rita family? No, 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 Tino. Marcus Graham. You're getting them mixed up with somebody else. No, no, no. I saw, there was a party at the Reader's, <laughs> at, at maybe Ward Reader's house, some Reader's house. It was a big party, pool party. And I can't swim, but I'm a one, of the, one of the, I don't know if I roasted one of the members. The nigga threw me in the water. Oh, shit. I could have fucking drowned. Oh, yeah, right yeah, now, yeah. Man. I heard about that. I forget who yeah. did that. For real? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I think I did. Do you have a video, Yo, is, that watch, is that watch real? It's real, man. I made it. I'm rich. Do, do no, I'm just saying, because I know a lot of times. <laughs> A lot of times it'd be a lot of you know because I see oh, you. No. I see you at the stand one time. You see him in the fucking stand. I see you at Broad and Area one time. Buying Never. Some, some, some Yeezys. Oh, he was on Fifty Second Street with that. Buying some Yeezys. Man, you know where he be at. You're buying some Yeezys. If Mike? I if yeah, I was off a stand. First of all, if I was to buy anything fake, I wouldn't do anything fake. I go to Canal Street and meet my cousins on fucking Fifty Hundred Twenty Fifth. How much? Your cousins sell a lot of fake shit. I have no fucking idea, man. Uh, all Africans don't stuff. know each other. Okay, I'm not related to every African. I'm just asking you. Niggas think you, every African know each other. They be like, yo, Akon, you know Michael Blackson? I'm like, nigga, we don't know each other. Yeah, he Y'all does. don't know each other. Y'all look look like y'all know each yeah, other. Yeah, but that, we don't really Mike, you guys related. are best friends. I well, saw Akon, a photo I, Yeah, I'm saying. Just and they see any dark skin nigga. Yo, you know Michael Blackson? <laughs> Fuck, I don't know that nigga. <laughs> Someone L. Jackson follows you on Instagram. Fairly, I remember, I remember don't get I've, I have been a victim of fake um, watch. It's a guy we got in Philly called Buck Wild. Y'all know Buck? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Back in the day, this like 90s. No, Buck still rock fake shit. Oh my God. This nigga, oh my had, God. This nigga had me on a payment plan on a fake watch. Really? Oh I'm shit. Dead serious. <laughs> hey, Buck hustle. <laughs> Buck ain't hey, shit. Buck. Buck's on hey, the Buck. Why well, I'm over here, Michael Blackson, talking about you selling a fake asshole. watch. He tell Buck, tell him about the fucking fake watch. This nigga had me on a payment plan, yeah. on a fake Rolex. <laughs> when I realized it was fake, I stopped paying. 
You still kept wearing it though. Hell yeah, I kept my wife. Yeah, I, mean, I was hey, seven, I was seven hundred dollars in. I'm over here in L.A. with Michael Blacks. He told me you you had him on a payment plan for a fake Rolex. <laughs> you know this shit is true. You fucking bum ass nigga. I hate you, Buck. Is that Buck? <laughs> Which Buck, Buck laughed like you got? Is that the singer Buck Wild? Like, Mike took me to a college while on like ninety five, and Mike got like twenty five hundred. It was like Michael Blackson and Friends. So I'm arguing with Mike like, Mike, where my money at? He's like, motherfucker, you're not professional yet. That nigga gave me $25, right? <laughs> what? They gave me $25. He gave me $25, right? And then, like, a month later, I was like, yo, Mike, I got these rollies. And I sold Mike his first watch. <laughs> <laughs> he still got it on. Right Told me this fake ass rolling. It had me on a payment plan. My dumb ass paying this nigga hundred dollars a week <laughs> on a fake watch. How much he charged you for it though? I don't remember. It was definitely like in it. Uh, he probably could have told me thirty five hundred or something. Yo, like that. You got it. He, he was him. He was gonna pay him thirty five like weeks. this. He was gonna pay him thirty five yeah. weeks for a fake. I, I was on a pay- I think I, I was by seven hundred dollars in when I realized that. Damn, uh, you, he burned the shit fake. out of you. Yeah. Somebody told, yeah. Hey, he was gonna pay for thirty-five weeks. And like the thing about it, nigga, the dudes at the barber shop know this shit is fake because it happened at the um. At was the you happy company. when you got the watch? It happened at the hair company, and I'm like, everybody looking at me like I'm this nut ass nigga. <laughs> but they know that I'm like, y'all know this shit is fake, and nobody said nothing till like, till I was seven hundred dollars in. <laughs> and I think either Darius Shula or like Mark Lightfoot, somebody eventually mm-hmm. said, "Hey, Mike, man, it looked just like the one um, you got on." Gilly got on, yeah. Yeah, Gilly got some gold. shit from Buck before too. It was gold with the diamonds. <laughs> hey, we keep leaving him. Where you going, Mike? Yeah, I'm about to go meet with Buck. Pay, pay. <laughs> <laughs> they got tired of that shit. They like yeah, Mike. This shit. <laughs> I gotta be. I gotta pay this down payment. He paid on that shit like a car. Buck got it. Buck said, you going to give me $25. Oh, fuck you, Buck. I'm still mad at Buck you, man. Buck ain't shit. Buck bought it right off the boat from Africa. Hey, got it. You want a Rolex? Huh? We got to get you in Philly to perform at the Met Philly. Buck a promoter now. Yeah, I'm going I'm to uh, do that next. I just, I'm just on this Martin contract. When I'm, once I'm done that, we could do early next year. Wow, so he could pay you with 35 uh, acres? Buck, I don't even want you know. I don't want, no. <laughs> you want, Buck going to pay me in some kind of Bitcoin. I'm good, Buck. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it now. Buck, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know you. Buck, you done burnt your whole welcome out, man. Yeah. Niggas don't want to fuck with you, man. You had a nigga, he still, hey, he, Buck still be calling you. You got my $100 for this month. First time I ever went to jail was because of this nigga. Buck, what? Buck got you locked up? Buck got me locked up. Let me tell you what happened. Y'all, y'all probably heard the story. Kev told the story. It was me, Kevin Hart, yeah. Buck Wild, um, Toure Gordon, right? Toure. We all, yo, put this in the toilet, man. Is that Buck still? We all driving to New York. We're supposed to go to New York to do, um, I think Mike, Mike, um, one of them comedians, Mike, something Mike, um, do his room in New York, right? So we all meet up at Winners. My Winners, it Winners, was like 11th Arch, whatever. We all meet up there. We decided to get in one car. You know what I mean? I had just got my little tires. I didn't want to put miles in my car. Kev had some bullshit. 
terrain had buck buck had like a nice maximum like okay, this one will make the road you know what i mean and we decided we're gonna take buck's car uh i don't know how this nigga for some reason when a nigga don't want to drive his own car that's a sign <laughs> That dumb fucking get. He had a journey. Why? why if, if, I'm the dumb retarded nigga that's picked to drive this nigga's car. I'm driving. I think to race in the front, or Buck or whatever, and then you got Buck and Kevin in the back. We're driving to New York. Um, you remember the fucking exit, of course, motherfucker. We're on the turnpike. All of a sudden, I see state trooper. I don't know why I get nervous. I see the state trooper. Now I'm hitting the brakes. I'm going. I'm up doing all retarded. I'm paranoid. I don't know. It was way before Black Lives Matter. So I don't know why. I was still nervous and shit. Right. So then it, I, this, then the cop is around. He, I think he reading the license plate. You know. Next thing you know, whoa, whoa, whoa! Pull us over. Pull our guns. Get out the car. Driver, turn around. I, dog, I never been pulled over before. Right. He makes. He said, "Dude, I don't know what. I'm, I'm about to make the wrong turn and get the fuck shot." Right. He like, put your hands up, driver, lay on the floor. Buck, what did the driver say? What did the cops say? You used to that shit. What did he say? Driver, get out the car. Michael, get out the fucking car. He tell me, officer, you might remember. Ah, uh, nigga, I ain't saying that part yet. <laughs> Terrain like, Terrain out the car. Kev out the car. The next thing you know, they like, Aziz White, get out the car. I'm like, how the fuck the cops know my name? Mike done told the cops my real name. Mike's still shorty. You fucking real I did, nigga. He's still shorty. He's in a fake Rolex. that got me dropped. So make a long story short, right? You driving a hot car. No, the car's not even. This is what happened. And we all did this. Hey. We hold all, on, hold on for your quick first. Aziz White, he said you snitched on me. Fucking right, show me a fake Fucking right, you show me a fake rolling heavy driving this fucking car. Buck, nobody going to jail for you. Let me tell you what the fuck happened, right? I ain't going to jail for you, Buck. I was snitch on your ass in a hot minute. So here we are, this nigga, so this something we all did in Philly back in the day. When you get a lot of tickets in your car, what do you do? You switch the plate. Exactly. You report the plate stolen, right. and you get a new plate. Right. But this nigga had a plate that, that somebody has reported stolen. <laughs> oh, you see what I'm shit. saying? Yeah. He had that plate on his car. Yeah. So now when they read the plate, it's stolen. They think the car is stolen. All right. So when, it, when, it, when the state were read the plate, they reported it, it's like stolen. So they think the car is stolen. They don't realize it's just a stolen plate. Right. So they, got, they think we got a stolen property, so they pulled us out and guns, whatever, all that shit. So next thing you know, we all in handcuffs. And while we in the car, this nigga, not only Buck selling fake Rolex, fake license plates, this nigga was big on counterfeit money. Oh. This nigga has like a bunch of counterfeit money in his pocket. So now he's trying to throw the shit in the middle of the road <laughs> before the cops figure <laughs> This nigga life is just fucking crazy. He's <laughs> the worst nigga ever, Buck. I'm so. <laughs> so all right, so we we on the holding cell. Why this? They, they they took the car. We in the hold. They took us to Newark. Was by Newark. Took us to Newark holding cell. We on the cell. Buck like yo, Mike. I got. He he still has some money with him. So I got this money. Money. He said, I need y'all. Can y'all chew this money? <laughs> he trying to make us chew to make this money disappear. Like. Can y'all help me chew this money? I'm like, nigga, I'm not eating no fucking money. I'm not hungry. I ain't chewing no fucking. 
This nigga chewing money, mouth green and shit. <laughs> this nigga crazy. Buck is fucking crazy. Make a long story short, we all ended up, you know, was in there for like eight, nine hours, whatever, and we all ended up out because it was stolen license plate. I'm like, you know, I had no idea. I know when the cops did pull me over, he's like, who are you? I did say I'm a comedian. My headshot is in the trunk. That's what he's trying to say. I'm always talking about my headshot is in the trunk. I'm the African king of comedy. Nigga, I ain't say all that, motherfucker. <laughs> I heard you did, Mike. Well, that's what Kevin Cam Hart. said. Everybody had their own story. Kevin, Kevin's and shit is on Facebook. <laughs> Yeah, because I was on the run. So right. I, was, I, I had to bite my fingernails. To off, fuck up his my, fingerprints. My fingerprints. Because if I didn't, they would have locked me the fuck up. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, so and the, the crazy thing about that whole story, the day we had to go to court, and Ture had up having like Warren and, and Buck, because they didn't show up to court. Me and Kev, the only one that showed up to court. Right. The day I had to go to court was the same day. This was 1999. It was it, it was the same day I had to come to LA and audition for next Friday. Wow. Crazy. So I remember that day, me and Kev ran in a car. We had to be at court nine o'clock in the morning. We did court. I'm on Kev, drove back to the airport. Kev dropped me off at the airport. I caught my two one fifty PM flight. I remember it was we went to court nine, was out of there ten, made it to Philly back like close, like twelve forty five ish. And I caught a 1.50 flight p.m. to L.A. to audition in front of um, the director and the casting agent of the next of next Friday. Wow, that's yeah, that's crazy, man. It was crazy that um, and uh, every time I that's my thing about that story. I think my damn cab driving to the airport that day, you know. But yeah, man, motherfucker, fuck you. But he said fuck and you. And Kev was still on the way up right that time. Oh right? yeah, Kev was yeah he was, Kev was just new. He was a new kid. He was new. But Kev was um That was crazy. Around that time. Yeah, Kev Kev was way Kev was under us. We was like, you know what I mean, we was making money. Kev wasn't making money yet. Right. You know, Kev, what did help Kev to me, Kev went to um Go, hang up on him, please. Yeah, hang, hang just don't even say bye, just hang up on oh, him. Oh, before you hang up on him, can I buy some counterfeit money? <laughs> he won't get he won't get some action. We, 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 I'll get you real money, Chinese, that's right. What, you, oh, thanks, Mike. Yeah, what you say, Kev? What? He um, damn, what the fuck was that? Oh no, what? What Kev was? While I was making money, Kev was going back and forth to New York on the regular, doing the mainstream room. That's how Kev was able to hook up with um, uh, the three arts management. They're the same one that managed like Chris Rock and a lot of other people. That's how they picked took Kev under their wing, yeah. you know. And them motherfuckers um um. And that's how Kev ended up, you know, getting that mainstream because he had them, them you know, me, I was getting nigga money, yeah. ghetto money, you know what I'm saying? Right. While Kev was getting mainstream, doing mainstream, mainstream shit ain't, don't come with much money, but it later does when you get TV, when you get on television. Right, you know right, what I mean? right, right. Kev had a sitcom where nobody really knew who he was. He had right. a sitcom, I mean, it only lasted uh, six episodes, if that, but right. at least he got a chance because he had that powerful management. Back then, you had that great management company, or you were gonna, you would get a sitcom. And Kev had one. I forgot what it's called. I know Phase Out Love was on there, and I forgot who else was on there. All right. You know. Why didn't it, you join that management company, Michael Bloxman? Uh the politics, man. I'm too. Politics? I was too. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. These management co companies are all politics. And a lot of times, these people, 
Then, uh, you know, it's recommendation. It comes to a lot of recommendation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Somebody got to recommend you or they got to really, really just be in love with you, period. You know, but I'm just, I'm too wild and I'm uncont- I'm uncontrollable, man. I'm like, you know, I'm not. I, You're like an innocent version of Buck Wild, your friend. Nah, I'm not. Buck, Buck. <laughs> innocent version of Buck Wild, no, your friend. Fuck that. It's official, but I suck out my Patreon page is now live. My weekly Titty Tuesday and Twerking Thursdays are moving exclusively to Patreon, where they could no longer be censored by the social media companies. I will also be sharing daily updates, plus show announcements here first. See you on Patreon, you motherfuckers. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. But, um, I, I, fuck me. Fuck Buck, and let's, let's talk to my guests. I, um, I have a question. What does he like to do for fun in 20 years in jail? Like daily, do you have like a daily activity? Oh, he love to wrestle, man. <laughs> <laughs> you want to wrestle? Uh, I mean, I'm not in shape, sir. I might get a heart attack. <laughs> I ate a lot of rice yesterday. <laughs> the, um, 
So, all right, you, you signed to major figures, and then how long? What happened after to the he group? got out of my management contract, that's when he was able to do. Get the fuck out of here. No. I went with the figures. Yeah, and first, first, my first deal was with Suave House. And then my group deal was with uh, was with Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. Okay. And then I uh, did a single deal with Koch. Then I did a, a situation, a joint venture with Tom Bahali from the Kansas City Chiefs. What was he? What was he doing? He was like, like, uh, well, we had a, we had a, a record label. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So then, I got a call from Ving Rhames. He threw me in, you know, some movies. Oh yeah, I remember that. I seen a couple of stuff you guys did. And uh, fuck out of here, nigga. No, no, that that one shit was they good. They called me Gil Smith, nigga. Fuck, Will called me up and told me I could have that name. Because you him personally, Will and Jada Facetime me. So I'm like, you Gil Smith. I seen the movie. Bullshit. Fuck out of here. Yeah, man. He be hating because, you know, he had he was up there doing prison plays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you laughing up there serious. You laughing. So y'all did plays in prison? Yeah. You believe that shit? Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, I actually, I performed in two prisons. I performed. Uh, you ain't, you wasn't, you ain't put together two prison plays. He fucking lying on me. <laughs> you gonna say hello? I didn't. I didn't do that. You gonna say hello? What a sucker podcast? Plays, did it? Yes. No. no. Bro, all right. Let me ask you a question. Mother. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. They got dogs in prison. They do. Like wolf, wolf. Like yeah, yeah. Get, like he like one like he had a dog in prison. You like, did. No. He lying. Did you have a collie or a chihuahua? They don't have dogs in prison. <laughs> wow. He got a lucky one. He lying on me. It's a question. Do they got the prison puppy? The 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 the, the I didn't prison. Have a dog. They got a prison puppy program. Uh, what the fuck is a prison puppy program? They got dogs in jail where you train them and they stay in your cell with wow. you and all that shit. That's great. So, yeah, you train them, Mike, to sniff, know how to sniff everything. No, you don't train them for that. You just. You just have them in yourself. Anybody, anybody ever fuck the dog? <laughs> I don't know about all that. <laughs> I really don't know about that part. That's that's a little. You trying to tell me nobody know? Uh, you know? I don't know. Nobody. That's something like you might would have done. I ain't. <laughs> I'm sure they're gonna edit this part out. That's animal abuse, no, right? That's, yeah, Peter that's crazy. Peter's gonna definitely. Well, they're not gonna edit that, Mike. Nobody fuck the dog. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm curious, man. Peter's probably, not listening to this shit. I'm sure there's some bitch dogs, right? There's a few female dogs. Yeah. But that's a little, that's a little wild. But y'all nigga, 20 years, no pussy. I'm serious. Like, anything that looked like pussy. Did you have a girlfriend, sir? Did you like have, a sheriff? Were you guys allowed to have those? Something in there. Yeah, he had a sheriff girlfriend, Michael Blackson. What the fuck? Did you really? Were you, did you fucking yeah, have a girlfriend? Yeah. Seriously. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Big nigga, too. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this dumb shit. <laughs> Big motherfucker, six three. Hey, the sheriff's in town. Come over here, pretty boy. <laughs> he crazy. That motherfucker crazy, man. God, twenty years. I'm sure there's some things that happen that you probably would not, will never know, right? I'm sure. What do you what? mean? Some shit he ain't tell me. No, I heard about when he, he was laying on the lawn with Sean. This guy <laughs> missed everything. He missed the, the. What is that? OJ, the juice OJ Simpson chase. I seen that on TV. Oh, over there. 
No, but that yeah. was I was out. No, no, oh, he was out. In, OJ was nineteen ninety five, nigga. Oh, you already out by then. He, don't he even didn't know go to jail on. yet. What the fuck? He don't know what's cool. This shit, these are nut ass nigga. Oh my god, he more nutter than you. <laughs> he told, but he missed King assassination. Oh, this shit. <laughs> he wasn't alive. <laughs> oh, damn, nigga wasn't even alive. It's about 97. I remember 97 very well. Oh, I remember 1997. What was that? That's your first piece of pussy, man. No, I, I got married in 96. I was a young boy when I got married. I don't know why I did How that. How long you was married? Years old. It lasted like two years. Wow. I might got divorced in 99 because around the time when we got pulled over, me and my wife was going through it. I had We had restraining order on each other. Why, 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 why you, you had a restraining order? Yeah, he, he filed it. We had restraining order. No, no, because when the cops pulled us over and we he had to give them all our shit. IDs, it's like, who got the restraining order? I was like, me. Why you got a restraining order on your wife? Oh, my, I had a crazy wife. Oh, oh Mike. From Philly? Yeah, crazy. Yeah. She, she wasn't one of them type that, this is the this is kind, of, kind of shit my ex-wife did. My, you know, I, she, um, when we was separated, when we was broken up, she went and got a restraining order just for the hell of it, just because, oh. right? And when she went and got the restraining order, they, we were already in the system, so it still had her address as my address, because she moved out. It had her, her address as my address. When she saw that, she got excited. Because now she comes all the way, she was way out of West Philly, came all the way to Southwest where I was, had the police serve me the thing. I'm like, she's, I'm like, I don't care. I'm gonna be around you anyway. But then I looked at it. This bitch address is my address, meaning I can't go home. <laughs> <laughs> so I go home, and she in the house. She broke in the crib. Damn. Cops come. I'm locked up. Oh, they lock me up because I'm breaking the restraining order. Now I'm not supposed to be here. I'm like, she don't even live here. Damn. <laughs> he had a fucked up feeling. I had a fucked up. Oh, she was horrible, man. So, so this is what she did. So while I'm locked up, mind you, when we broke up, when we broke up, she I remember I went to go do a show. When I came back, everything was going out the house. The only thing was left was uh I, I was in the video games back then. It was a PlayStation. There's no PlayStation. <laughs> only the play back no then. TV to with it, just the PlayStation, it play it by itself. All the furniture gone, everything gone. My, wow. Just my clothes and a PlayStation. I said, I didn't care. I, was, I said, no problem. I went and bought all new furniture, went and bought all new clothes, you know, decked my place out. That's right at 65th and like King Sesson, yeah. something like that. That's where I was at. I was at. Decked out my crib, you know. When, so when this happened, mind you, this is my new furniture, my new place. The cops come lock me up. This bitch took a knife, fucked everything all up. Oh my God. Poor. Red paint on all my clothes. This is the new shit I got after, <laughs> right? But I got her ass back real good. So because back then all you need is a witness to say somebody did something. So I, when I got out, which was like a few hours later, I, I got home. All my shit fucked, dude, up. fucked up. I called the police. Explained it was a did dude. You cry? I cried. Cried. Yeah. He cried. You cried? Oh yeah. Of course. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because these were like. I mean, your furniture. I got these clothes from. Century 21 in New York. Y'all ever used to go there and shop back in the day? All exactly. All the name brand shit. Even though all the stuff went went to Century had some kind of something wrong with them. Right. Big neck on it or something. One leg might be longer than the other. Right. You know what I mean? Or like seven buttons, but six holes in a shirt. Shit like that. But, you know, we got the fly shit from there. Right. Buck, I'm not sure that Buck put me onto that. So I'm not sure. Yeah, who Buck did. put you on. Anything that's phone. bootleg in your life, Buck put Buck you on. Mike, you sure he didn't sell you the furniture too? <laughs> no. So I come home, all my shit fucked up. Call the police. A black dude. 
he understood what I just happened. You know what I mean? I explained the whole thing with him. So I had one of my neighbors that I was fucking, and I said, just tell him, tell the cop you saw her coming here and break through here and fuck this shit up. And when he did that, he, they, they, went to, they eventually went to the house, cuffed her ass up, and she was in jail for a whole week and got a real criminal record. Mom was a misdemeanor, uh, but, you know, and I was out in hours. She did a whole week in jail for breaking and whatever they want to call it. And you put the whole fix down on her. Uh, I put, I sent the system on her ass. I did. I played her game, cause she was the type that played listen, games. Listen, listen, listen. So what happened that she came out? She ain't fucking with you no more. Oh no, she went back home. She ain't. Uh, we was done then. Oh yeah, she, she no still more. fucking with him. Huh? You know that, that girl, prison that time gets you by. I mean, went, we have our son is like twenty three years old now. We have a twenty three year old son. Yeah. Mike, you still married with her? Did you Fuck divorce? Fuck no, I been divorced. It was an Are easy sure? divorce. I was. It was one of them divorces, you just went to divorce guy, right at J- 14th and JFK, whatever, second JFK. I forgot what floor it is, but yeah, it was simple divorce. I ain't had no money, man. Did, it, did she make it hard raising your son? Huh? Um, we had a little issue with this, this whole, the child thing was tough, you know what I mean? But, I mean, I went like eight months without seeing my son when we, you know, we had that whole issue. It was, it was very painful, you know what I mean? But eventually we all, you know, we, we fixed it all up. Man. That's good. That's good. That's what's up. Yeah, man, it was. So but, you were basically how long were you married with her? Two, three years. My mom oh, got married '96, and we got it was over in '99. Yeah. Mm. And I probably did the whole divorce thing at the latest 2000. Cause I remember 2000 was when I bought a, a Lex. I might have bought my first Lexus in 2000. It was getting money. Yeah, you was making. I had money. a I had a payment plan. No more payment plans now, nigga. I'm rich. Oh, so you just buy you go right to the dealership? I want that. I buy everything. I, I could. Pay you to not talk for a week, motherfucker. <laughs> it's got hush money. Damn, man. He said you got that hush money. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, nigga. Be quiet for a week. Don't nah, talk. You, tell my money. Y'all niggas are getting money. Congratulations. Yeah, Thank congratulations. you, brother. On your fucking success, nigga. You, you guys you. have taken social media podcasts to the whole different fucking level. Um... There's not a day I don't go on social media and I don't see. If I don't see you on your page, you guys are on Worldstar every day. They are? Yes, every day. You guys oh. do something crazy every day. And, and you also are a very hell of a motivational speaker. I see so much of your shit being posted about Charlemagne and everybody else, you know. Oh. Even Earthquake, everybody posts. He's so much He's motivational Charlemagne's stuff. friend. Man. You know what I mean? So you just. Who friend um, is you? Who's uh, your friend? I have not many friends. This loser right here, your friend. Yeah, he's my friend. Guy that got locked up for driving a no registration Toyota Corolla. <laughs> he fucking crazy, man. You know what I mean? But you guys, are, uh, I mean, now you're taking this shit to the stage, man. Oh. Amazing. What, yeah. what stage? I got theater. These guys are nice. about to do that. whole podcast? Oh, Mike. That's nice. Like What's. Um, I mean, where, where the whole podcast idea came from? Uh, the people. Honestly, I just was doing Million Dollars Worth of Game on Instagram while I was giving the youth game and, okay. you know, answering questions. And people always used to say, you need a podcast, you need a podcast, you need a YouTube channel. And then he sent me some shit that says Spotify just allocated $421 million last year to podcast. And I was Whoa. like, nigga, what? All right, come on, let's break the mics out. <laughs> For real. Game time. 
So are you you guys not with Black Effect? Who are you? Who, who you guys? We with Barstool Sports. Oh, Barstool. Okay. Partnership with Barstool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So are they, are they a podcast company? Barstool. What is what's Barstool? Barstool. They got a, a big podcast network. They got a bunch a of podcasts network. over okay. there. Okay. Dope. 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 Yeah, we right there. Uh, how long? So how long? So these guys are. This it's about a year now. How long you guys been no, doing? Long, two years. Two and two years. Dope. Dope. Excellent, man. I mean, it's great success to be taking this shit on stage. That's that stage money is a whole different thing, man. Absolutely. That's a real money Live going audience, on that stage. Huh? huh? Live audience and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Where's that at? Here in LA? Uh the Met, but we going we go on tour starting October. Mm. That's cool. Yeah. Um, just y'all gonna just do just theaters, y'all gonna try to do like more intimate venue, like whatever, you know, what is what's Probably the mix it up. Mostly all the venues we got now though is theaters. Theaters, that's good. Like uh, mm -hmm. some of them is like uh, two thousand seats, some that's of them is good. like three thousand seats. Like so, what is? Well, I mean, what are the audience gonna get different besides what they hear from your podcast? They are gonna get a special guest, all type of surprises. Okay. Yeah. Real loud, you know. Like special guest performances and yeah. all type of all shit. Types yeah. of stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's like a live concert. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's an experience. Nice. I like to call experience. it an experience. So you could be like musicians, comedians, anything. Everything. What type of shit? Do they know what they're getting before they buy the ticket? Or they just know they're getting you guys. They just know they're getting us when they buy the ticket. Yeah, Mike, so come on, Mike. These guys are everything else is a surprise. Everything after. else is a surprise oh. for them. For them, just you know, because at the end of the day, they buying us. Well, you, got you know what I'm saying? So for us, we could sell the arenas out without having to promote that anybody yeah. else gonna be there, and it's more of an experience for them. When they get there and they caught off by a surprise, you know what I mean? Give it up for this. Ah! Mm. Yeah, they sitting there, yo, that was crazy. We ain't even know. Wait, you think it's over? Give it up for. Ah! Who y'all had on your first one? I'm I, I, I trying to think. I, I remember seeing clips of it. You, this this going to be your second show. No, we actually did uh, two shows before this. We didn't really have nobody. We had for nobody. real? No, no, we had nobody. Was, we did we a live show with uh, uh, Floyd Mayweather. It was 1,400 people in the crowd. Okay, that's what I was talking about. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you okay? That was that's why it was Floyd. Yeah, we can't afford Floyd. No, we get homie. Floyd Mayfeather. <laughs> you guys. Are. Nah, Floyd's my homie. He'll come out. Floyd fucks with me. Really, Mike? Yeah, man. Floyd's my nigga. After you, he's posted Rich. something about that uh, CNN news about him. I don't know if he's gonna oh, come. Oh, about what was the fight where? He, um, yeah. I said he. What, what I said? Oh no! What the hell? Let me see what I said. I forgot. You posted some crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my nigga news, right, about the fight that they robbed us, whatever, something like that. Oh, you talk about against the Logan, Logan Paul? Yeah, the Logan Paul fight. Yeah, we did get robbed. Yeah, right? Yeah. That was some bullshit. Yeah, I, bullshit. I didn't even pay for it. But he even admitted, he said, yeah, he's yeah, the best robbed. robber. Yeah, he admitted, he said, yeah, shit. Y'all gonna give me your money, I'm gonna take it. He did, <laughs> he did what he was supposed to do. He's smart, though. Absolutely. Um... You was with Cash Money one time, right? Yeah. Okay. How, how what happened with that? He's a hype man. Wayne hype man. Oh. Nah, you was writing and everything. No, nah, he was, was just a hype man. I was doing weed. a lot of shit over Hero there. Weed you know, he just he just interviewed Baby, so you know. Ah, he became a yeah. Uh, baby pinched his ass, kissed him on the neck. So yeah. <laughs> no, nah, he's uh, hating. I'm officially Cash Money. Game a game of title. You, I'm ready to drop an album. You the CEO of Cash Money East? Some <laughs> shit that ain't gonna never exist. Cash <laughs> so, so, so he happy. Yeah. Look at it. Look, he love baby. Look, uh, baby? give him, give him, give him a bird call. 
There you go. <laughs> Mike, baby or the baby? No, baby, He'll not the baby, not little baby, but the original baby. There is an original baby? Yes, yeah, from Cash Money. Oh, no idea. Long way, little Wayne's quote unquote father, but his name is uh, Baby. I know it's confusing. He don't know what's going on. <laughs> so he's a dad, but he called him Baby. The guy that was, um, uh, what's that whole thing with Charlamagne? What's that thing you had with Charlamagne? Remember that whole thing when he went hey, to the studio? Put some respect on my yeah, name. Yeah, respect on my name. Ooh, that guy. Yeah, that guy. I didn't see that video. <laughs> but uh, the only baby I saw was Big Baby Davey with you hanging out at the pool party. Are you talking about a basketball player? Big Baby Davey. This guy's a rapper, man. This <laughs> motherfucker crazy. <laughs> Big Baby Davey. You're crazy. Can we be guests in your podcast, sir? Yeah. Don't worry, we won't talk. <laughs> no, when I go home, I'll be I'll be in Philly this week. Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna go home Thursday. I'm doing Baltimore this weekend, so I. Dude, I heard you was banned from Philly. Yeah, You're crazy man. All that fake. Uh, they say you had. They say you was a ring. They got caught you up in the ring selling fake clothes and shit. What ring? It was, it was a ring. It was a fake clothes ring. You was the leader. <laughs> you had all these dudes in these stands selling fake clothes and shit. Now, I'm just saying that's. Had all, you, you, had, you had all the stands on 52nd to market with your shit. All this shit, you, that was your hustle. Yeah. Do you know what? Why you was in jail, a, a robber nigga? And what I did in Philly as a kid, I delivered pizzas on a bicycle at Domino's. <laughs> bike on a yeah. bike, nigga. How the fuck you Since I, I I moved to Philly, I was like 15, 16 years old. I moved to Philly 11th and 12th grade. And did you hear the African jokes? What African jokes? You African booty scratcher. Oh, I, oh, I, in fact, I got that before. I, when I landed in America, I spent the first two years in Newark, New Jersey. Newark was rough. When I came, Newark was so rough. When I came to Philly, Philly felt like it was much nicer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because by the time I got to Philly, I already been verbally abused already. I knew exactly what it takes to fit in, what you have to do to be cool. And one thing I noticed you had to do to be cool, the less you speak, the more people are curious of who you are. Especially in school, like you right. know, you in school, you just stand on the wall, just quiet. When niggas talk so much, they you could easily read them. So I realized that okay, it, it, in Newark, I, you know, I was trying to defend myself every time, trying to you niggas roasting me. When I got to, by the time I got to Philly, I realized to get bitches, you gotta dress nice, wear some jewelry, and just be cool, just be cool. But you was only wearing dashikis in Philly. No, I ain't wearing a fucking that shit. I you used to be on the on, bus telling jokes with that shit. I, I wore that shit on stage, nigga. High school, <laughs> when I got to high school, I, I I thought I was Big Daddy Kane. I had a box cut, wore a silk shirt, you know, wore Skinny my little chain. chain, my little nephew. The fake chain you got off the ass. <laughs> wore my little chain, and back then, if you, it wasn't that many Africans in America at that time. It was mostly Jamaicans. So you so, the original coming to America? I'm the real I'm the real coming to America. Because when back then when anybody had an accent and you was dark skinned, you automatically Jamaican. Nigga, it was like it was probably about sixteen Africans in, in America at that time. <laughs> and I was two of them. Okay, that's how black I was. I was two African niggas in one. So it was like everybody was Jamaican and every Jamaican did was what? So drugs. Every Jamaican was a drug dealer. So now I'm in school, dark skinned accent don't say much everybody thought i was a drug dealer niggas had no idea i'm dealing pepperoni and sausage and chovies <laughs> extra medium and pan pizza right they had no <laughs> i just let them i just let them throw i was a drug dealer that way nobody gonna fuck with me 
You know, till one time nigga caught me on a bike that I went to school. Hey, Mike, that's you. I'm like, no, it's not me. Hey, you, do you feel like because they roasted you and you had to defend yourself, that's why you're good at what you're doing now? Definitely, man. Um, I just, and I take a lot, I think back to a lot of them things that said about me, and I, I brought that shit all back in stage, man. About two, three years ago, my, my half of my material is on, on all the shit I went through, how dark I am, the, all the ugly jokes, man. I got paid off them shit, man. Thank you, all my haters, man. Then you guys want ghost writers, yeah, man. Keep it coming. But it was, haters. I mean, they made me tough, and that's why I am who I am today, definitely. So, you know, comedy ain't come easy, especially Philly. Philly's a rough place, you know. To, um, I mean, New York got to be a lot rougher, but I think Philly's definitely, like, you know, quietly rough. You know, and um, it'll make you a tough, make you a tough person, man. That's why, I, that's how we all here we survive yeah, today. Philly. A lot of Philly mm-hmm. friends Philly of yours, Mike. Hmm? A lot of Philly friends of yours. Are... I mean, this guy went to jail twenty years, came out years, and turned his life around. Wow. You know, I mean, went from I mean, look look at all these other rappers that you grew grew up with that don't know how to make money to today. You know, I'm not gonna mention those guys' names. So right. many of them. Right. Come you know on, what I mean? But look, you found a way. You found a way. You know what I mean? A lot of those guys, yeah. did, you know, IG with 20,000 followers, they can't even do shit. They ain't, they just ain't got nothing going on. They couldn't use this. You know, everybody don't have this. You got to have some brains. You got to mm-hmm. have some. You know, this guy went, sat in jail and came out and just figured it out. You know? Because a lot of times when he you go to jail. He was doing motivational speaking in jail, though. Huh? He was doing motivational speaking. He's the he's a loser. Get off me. Stop grabbing my ass. Don't <laughs> pinch me. Stop kissing my back. Yeah, he was a, <laughs> he's a, <laughs> yeah, he's a loser, man. <laughs> What's up, Marasokas? This is your African king of comedy, Michael Blackson. I'm here to ask you a question. Are you subscribed to my podcast, the Marasoka podcast with me, Michael Blackson? If not, you are missing out on the crazy interviews, the exclusive behind-the-scenes content of my life, and tons of VIP celebrity guests. So listen up, Marasaka. Stop what you are doing right now and go find the Marasaka Podcast with me, Michael Blackson, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe. It's free. So go do it right now. And don't forget to catch a new episode every Tuesday. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This 
is uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Did you get vaccines in jail, too? No. They didn't vaccines for what? They just got that shit, man. What do you mean vaccine for what? For, like, flu. No. Uh, they give you wouldn't know take if you got a prison flu shot. No, dumb <laughs> shit. <laughs> did you get any sheriffs pregnant, sir? What was the first thing you did when you got out of jail? Yeah. Uh, we went went to see my grandma. You know, you know. Oh, such a nice guy. I mean, I've been trying to get the first... Pussy. <laughs> when did you get that's how you I mean, know he had something yeah. in there? I wouldn't see my grandma for What? <laughs> yeah. Why? Why you, your grandma? What happened, to mom? That's my no. That's um, me. Is that who raised you? Yeah, my grandma really. But you know, everybody was at the at the crib. Yeah, the oh, okay. Everybody was so the house. Went straight there, you know, because that's why I was paroled to, and just you know, chill. You still on parole? Or you yeah, chill with my family. I had a couple hookers lined up. Oh, you ain't had no fucking hookers, you jerk off. <laughs> Hey, you know, I think the first time I got my, I got close to pussy was a, was a, we called, we'll call crackers back in the mm-hmm. day, Pipers. Yeah. yeah, for smokers. Uh, yeah, smokers. I had it with smoker the fat ass, but the thing about it, I remember. The smoker took your virginity? I didn't have sex with her. So this was, you know, high school, we all had condom in our pocket that like we fucking. We was not, <laughs> nobody was fucking. I know I wasn't. I didn't, I didn't, I got pussy late. You know what I mean? Late in 30. Like, 12th grade, oh, <laughs> you know, oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? I got pussy late, but I remember 11, 12th grade, I remember I was coming home after delivering pizzas on bikes, and I remember I saw the, uh, a piper with a fat ass. <laughs> and she was like, you know, you want me to come over? And, you know, it was, I remember it was 10 bucks, but I was so scared of sex, I, I thought sex was painful to the guy. Oh my I just was like, oh my God, this woman gonna hurt me. And I, I'm more just giving her the money, and then she tried to suck my dick. I was like, you know, just, just never mind, just go, please. Did you put a it's, condom on when she sucked? I, I, what? No. I, I, I don't remember like not. She probably if she sucked yeah. this probably for like a few seconds. You got but, scared, but I got scared. I thought if I fuck her, Mike, tell us the truth. Tell us the real story. What really happened? I thought if she sucked my dick, all oh, fuck me is gonna be pain. Whatever. I just thought sex was painful to the guy. Before I had sex, mm. 
But now it's different now. I'm getting I'm getting bitches life. bladder infections yeah. now, hysterectomies. You know. But yeah, it was it was I yeah, was now just, you're I was getting scared. more pussy than Will Chamberlain. You're hyping this man. Almost Fuck close. <laughs> right, Mike. What is next for you guys? Well, y'all at the shows. Y'all doing the um the theater shows. Uh Record Hi- Label TV. Oh, okay. Black Label TV. And is that your rap group or them, them kids? That's my sons. That's your sons? Yeah. Dope, man. Mm-hmm. That song is hot. Thank you, man. Did I have the dance go? <laughs> Did I do the dance one? Yeah. What song is it, Mike? I, 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 I know how it go. I know the beat in my head. I can't think of the Um. So are you managing them? Yeah, a little bit of everything. You going to try? I got to play, play all the roles. You gonna have him sign the cash money or no? He was trying to, but uh, I don't think he's trying to. Yeah. I don't think cash money still managing? Are they still doing? I think about, I'm gonna give you a record label. Sign you to a record label. Who? Yeah. African rap. Yeah, he he's a <laughs> sir. He has I got a I have an Afrobeat song. Yeah, it's called Motombo by Michael Blackson. Yeah, me and this kid in Nigeria did this song. I mean, I you know when I do after I do shows, people always want to offer after parties. And I don't want, you know, I'm going to grab the mic. I'm like, okay, let me grab and have a couple of songs. I had some shit to do with that after party. Yeah, don't. Well, you don't give a fuck about all that shit, man. <laughs> just something to do. You know, I'm getting older, too. I, don't, I really don't care about the clubs anymore. I just grab the check, go home. Get the fuck about it, Fuck out of there, man. I spend, like, whenever I get a free break, two weeks, Africa. I mean, I'm building a school out there. You guys know that? That's major. Yeah, I'm building a school major. in the village, yeah. So, I, you know, I go home and, you know, check up on the village. Is it almost done, Mike? Nah, man. You've been trying to build that for eight years? No, nah, it's been oh, it's, it's been like seven. It's been less than a year. Are you building a I whole started, college? It started, <laughs> no, I started like around, right before the, the pandemic. Huh? I started like right after the pandemic. So, man. It's like 40% done. This is a comfortable couch. Do you sterilize this? No. You spray this down? There was mm-hmm. five girls there twerking yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> in what? front of the guy that just got out of jail in Philly, too. Hey, um, can I get can I get one of the Blacks and Angels to give me a drink? Anybody want something? Are you you want something to drink? No. Cool. no. Mike, there's Blacks and Angels today? Yeah, they're sucking the snow bunny right there. The, bl- the Blacks and Angels already quit. Stat. Gave a five-day notice. Which one? All of them. We haven't seen them in three episodes. We need new ones. You sure? Can I get a drink? Um, breast milk. <laughs> uh, let me see. What do I want? So you rap too, sir, or you're just a no, speaker? No, I'm just a hype man. Hype man. Can we ask you a secret, sir? Uh, we're like number one in Africa, our podcast, but <laughs> we cannot touch anybody in the U.S. What can we do what the, to is be that a, sh- a No, I, you know what? Podcast. I want a champagne. Yeah, yeah. Mike, come on, Mike. Take a shot. I'm not taking a fucking shot. No, <laughs> no. Nah, nah, where's the other one? Now, nah, give me that one with the Y on it. Not that champagne. No. Nah. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah. That's my homie's champagne. I'd rather drink something that belongs. What's that, Mike? Fifty cent? Nah, nah. Can you, you not open it? You got it? Okay. Uh, yeah, don't have your ass. He's a happily married man. I want your ass on his face. Yeah, the last time some married man was Mike. You know what, sir? The last time there was a married you, man in this show. Are you married too? Your fiance. Congratulations. 
Mike, you gonna tell them the story what happened to the last married man that was here on the show? He ended up getting a divorce. Right? Gary Owen. And then he got Mike said that the married man coming to the show a week later, their divorce. He was a hundred percent right. <laughs> he crazy. No, it was So true. when you have a wedding date? Not yet. You just engaged, like just put on hold? No. How long you been engaged, sir? Um, not even. I'm a, like I told I, like I don't I don't want to do marriage, but I will I will engage for a long time. Women, she want to feel something. She like, you know, what I mean, she don't be like just, you know. I mean, is that what you did? Just pretty much just. I don't know. But you're not ready for the marriage then. Yeah. No, I'm gonna get married. I'm just. Okay. Sure. You're not sure when. You have kids with the your wife. You, your, have, you have kids. Why? He was in jail for 28. He just got out. His parent probably fucking froze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't use this shit for 17 years. This shit probably locked up. You're, no, you out, but your cum is in jail, nigga. <laughs> so you wanna have? Do you wanna have kids? Yeah, we might have some. Yep, trying. Yeah, here and there. Oh, so you nothing in how you pulling out? I'm. Ki- I pull out. But go, you pull out, and you don't want them right right now. Oh no, I'm cool. I don't drink. I don't drink. Give it to the, the. They don't drink. He's like he don't drink. He don't know. He look like he drink forties. Gil drink forties. Yeah. Gil love forties. Oh, Gil, drink forties. Cheers. <laughs> Hi, ladies. How you doing? Good. What do you think about Gilly? Yeah. Is he single? No. Oh. No, he's in the... Um, yeah. nice. All your friends have been gentlemen. Yeah. You've only met four, I think. He's in a happy relationship. Five. He has a... Your, your, your wife is... She's, what is she, Cambodian? What is she? Oh, Korean. Oh, Korean. Okay, yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mike's girlfriend's yeah. Cambodian. Yeah. She's Cambodian. Yeah. <laughs> well, she has black and Korean. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, mine's, is, mine's um, Cambodian and a little bit of Chinese. Would you have a baby? Oh, okay. That's good. I mean, we, well, you know, we older now, so I'm, I just want to have fun, man. I just want to travel. What's your youngest? Like, teenager, right? Right. Yeah, you might got time for it. I know. She, my... my 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 girl wants to have a baby. I'm like, wow, who the fuck have a baby in their 40s? Like, just let it go. You know, yeah. just let it go. Let's have fun. See the world, you know. Have a few threesomes here and there. And just keep it moving. Do you, 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 your girl let you have a side bitch once in a while? You're not allowed to? What the fuck? <laughs> Mike, not everybody is as lucky as you. Everybody, not lucky. everybody, everybody living a good life like you. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Your girl don't let you. Y'all, y'all just regular niggas? Yeah, we regular guys, man. Man, fuck that, man. You fucking gilly or you wallow. Yeah, no, Mike, you see, that has to be negotiated in the beginning of the relationship. Like, mine's when they negotiated from, from day one. Hey, you know what I mean? So if you didn't get that, how long you guys been dated? Twenty eighteen. Wow. Oh yeah, he got out of Mike, jail. Mike, he got out of jail to be back in yeah, jail. Yeah, but you see, you wasn't when you got out of jail, you wasn't really popping at that moment. See, 
Now you popping. You can try to renegotiate your contract. <laughs> Mike. You know what I mean? We're not average men. We are loud. <laughs> Mike, he likes to feel like Michael Bloxham. Try to renegotiate Yo, you hear his, he can't his, he's in. He's done. He can't even negotiate shit. Yeah. You have a chance. It's two years old. Oh, she got the ring, but you ain't say and nothing been said yet. So before you he pop that question, like before y'all make that wedding date, be like, hey sweetheart, you know. I'm wallow. You know, I ain't no average nigga anymore. Oh, my God. This <laughs> nigga crazy. I'm, more, I'm, more, I'm open to the follow thing because I'm not insecure. So I think that it's about insecurity and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, yeah just, just tell, like, you know, at, at minimum, like, you know, you want to be able to fuck a bitch, like, once a month. That's do your minimum. girls don't like other girls? Because girls love other girls. Oh. They do. So Yo, you ever uh, you ever had a threesome joke with lady before? Mike, nobody has threesomes <laughs> like you. You? No. What the fuck? Yeah, yo, y'all some plain niggas to me. <laughs> yeah, we're average people, Mike. We're yeah, I've had three, four sums. Yeah. I want five. I'm gonna try five some next. But you're the African king of comedy, Mike. But it's very much the girl. It's your girl. If your girl gets comfortable with the right girl. She'll do anything. Yeah, but those are temporary, though. The girl will say that temporarily, and then later on, the only threesome you're going to have is your fucking two hands and your girlfriend. It would always have to be a situation where people are apart still and have their own space because it doesn't work out like that because it's not normal. Yeah, man, dog, you guys are... Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who brought him on the show? Mm-hmm. All right, fellas, yeah. you know, you guys are, you guys are millionaires. Uh, you you could try to renegotiate your contract. Man. Yeah, and then they'll be divorced. No. No, I'm saying some... It doesn't huh? work like that, Mike. I mean, no, unless you got, you're got happy, you know, you don't need no extra nothing. Because I'm, I'm just... You're not going to get in trouble right now. And it's not really even about the sex. People think it's about the sex, and it's really not. It's more the intimacy, because sex is like, cool, an hour, 40 minutes, 30, sometimes five Whoa, minutes. who is she having sex with? The last time I last two minutes. 20 seconds. Five seconds. That's One second, lady. Let me, let me talk to my Philly homie. Let's talk about let's talk about sports real quick before we get out of oh, here. Yes. Disappointing NBA season. Fucking six. The worst. Motherfuckers. The worst. We're number one seed. There is no way we should lose all five. We what happened? Uh, I like to say the little bit of Doc Rivers, you know. I mean, at the end of the day, if you got three of the four largest comeback victory losses in playoff history, they got a little something to do with you. Yeah. You should. There was no way you should be up by twenty six points at home against any team, and you're number one and lose the game. No way you should be up eighteen points in the in the third quarter and lose. So. So that's coaching. That's coaching, man. You got nothing to do with the players. Nothing about the the light skinned nigga with the free throw. Yeah, problem. it's not. It's not. No, I mean, L. A. Never lost any uh, championships because Shaq couldn't shoot free throws. That's true. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, but Shaq's not <laughs> not shooting guard. Yeah, <laughs> but at the end of the day, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's like every game we we play well enough to beat them, and yeah. then the lapses is when Doc Rivers takes the starting unit out yeah. and puts the subs in. 
mm-hmm. and then he leaves the subs in for eight fucking minutes straight and the lead go from 25 down to 11 mm-hmm. and now they got all the momentum they believe they back in the game now they believe they can win so I, I think it's Coaching. Doc Rivers fault god damn it then he just left he left the Clippers with he was like he was he had a 3-1 lead in a series and lost the series to um I forgot who it was. I mean, think about this. The Clippers last year in the playoffs had Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. And they didn't get this far where they at right now. Right. Now with, they and without, without Kawhi. Now they don't even got Kawhi and they and, still win. In the Western Conference Championship. That's coaching. Coaching. Damn. All right. You're right. You know your sports. How about you? You feel the same way? Oh, my know. team is whoever wins. <laughs> Let's talk football. What's, you love that you like our draft pick. Love the draft pick. Let's talk about the Philadelphia Eagles. Devontae you, Smith. Love him. I love him. How do you feel about a quarterback? I think if he can get his accuracy down, be a little bit more accurate, we'd be good. Be not 100% satisfied. Did you, did you pick Wentz over him to today? Yeah. You, like, you still like Wentz over him? Yeah. So getting rid of Wentz was a bad idea? Yeah. Hmm. I believe Cause so. Because Wentz, just, he needed receivers. Is that we, we? Right. Needed receivers, needed offensive line. You're the most sacked quarterback in the league. It's never been a – I don't know no quarterback that's ever took a team to the playoffs and he was the most sacked quarterback in the league. Yeah. <sighs> so, all right. So, we'll see now. So, what, I mean, what do you predict? Uh, eight and eight season? No, I predict ten and six. For real? Oh shit, Mike! Yeah. You're about to lose eight thousand dollars to 10, your friend 000. that went to prison. Oh, what fucking other guy? As Javon Pearson was here, I, he he said he, he said ten. I didn't think we'd win ten games, but we'll see what happens. I mean, the thing about the East is so fucking horrible. Every everything right. is possible. Right. But the Cowboys, I mean, they're looking good. I mean, they pay their guy his money. But they look good every year. Yeah, they do look every year. Yeah. Every year, they, the Cowboys look good. They might win it. So you think the Eagles gonna win the division? Yeah. It's just because you're a fan, or you just just what you believe. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Flyers didn't make the playoffs last year. The Phillies. Um, last year was one of the first year in in Major League Baseball history where eight teams could make the playoffs, and we still found a way to eliminate ourselves out right. of the playoffs. I mean, even this year, we've blown so many leagues. Are you, are you keeping up with the Phillies? I mean, a little bit, but I only really watch really when it gets to playoff time. I got you. I feel you on that. Mike used to play soccer. Yeah, I was a little boy. All right, so, I mean, so six is, I mean, what we can't, we, this guy's first year as a coach. He's not leaving next year. Right. Uh, ben, I think for, I know Ben, he just, he's, I mean, he's totally destroyed for as, as far as he could never play in Philly again. No, I don't think so. I think you keep him. What? Yeah, because at the end of the day, bro, one thing's for sure, two things, sir. We know we got a first-team all-defensive player. Some some teams just take a motherfucker just for that. He's a yeah, lockdown but, defender. Set, I mean, with the roasting and the, the embarrassment. But that make, that's going to make him stronger because if you could go through all that, you going to say, fuck it, fuck it, I'm shooting. He's also light-skinned, dog. He's his heart is broken. He ain't coming back. Uh, ben Simmons hollered at Michael Blackson's Chinese girlfriend. Yeah, he was in my uh, – you know what? I would have forgiven him for it if they would have won. He was in my girl's DM. 
What did he say, Mike? Like, try, he's trying to get with her. Oh, let's go get some PF change. Yeah, he, and the thing about it, he's my homie. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And I hooked him up with a, a chick before. Oh, oh. And nigga still in my lady's DM. I lost all respect for him then. It, 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 my thing, I'm still a sports fan. I still wanted my team to win. I didn't, I didn't care for him as a person. I thought he was disrespectful. You know what I mean? Right. But <laughs> uh, he's going to get traded. I don't think that, you know, as if he was, his name is Tornich in Philadelphia. It was no way he's, if fans would be very upset if this guy is playing in Philadelphia next year. I'm telling you, the, the roast that he went through, he would not, there's Phillies, you do not want to play in Philly when Philly don't want you. You the only nigga that's saying yes. I say be here next year. You want to bet money? Yeah. All right, thousand dollars. Yeah. All right, thousand dollars. He's not gonna be here next year. All right. At the start of the season. Start of the season, thousand dollars. All right. It's a bet. I make a bet with you, Mike. He's gonna be in your girl's DM again for a thousand dollars after he sees this. After he sees this show. (laughs) <laughs> I say like the only, let me tell you the, he's I think um Kevin I know Kevin Durant likes him I think LeBron might like him so players have to voucher for him with those two teams but I think as far as a trade and a team that needs defense I mean I could see Minnesota you know but what fuck gonna get from out of Minnesota Probably nothing. He's not going nowhere, man. I guarantee he's gone, man. He's going to be gone in the next couple of months. I just remember he had my $1,000. I would have your yeah, fucking $1,000, $1, man. Get that $1,000 again. So you, what do you think? He seems like he knows care. what he's talking about, Mike. Who's your team? Whoever's winning. Whoever win. Mike. Absolutely. Mike, this guy knows what he's talking about. You should cash nah, out him $1,000 right now. Let me tell you, if Philly would not want him back, he don't want to come back. He should not oh, yeah. want to come back. So he gonna definitely want to be going somewhere. He should play for WNBA after this. Season. Nah, nah. I think he's gonna probably go play for the uh, France Australian Kangaroos. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not coming back. He's uh, he's a great defensive player. He is good for the whole season, but I think the most important part of the season is the playoffs. You know, and that's when it get that's when it becomes tough. Yeah. When you got a point guard, you got to make points. I mean, shooting guard, you got to shoot the ball. So. All right, well, fuck. I appreciate you guys coming. Anyway. Much love, man. Oh, Anytime, love. man. You, um, you know, can follow man. Gilly at Gilly Duck King. King. Yes, on Instagram, Gilly the Kid. Nawalo, what's your Nawalo 267 and follow M Worth a Game. Subscribe to our podcast, Million Dollars Worth a Game on YouTube. Everywhere else, podcasts are listening to. I will shout, I, I will shout out the Blacks and Angels IG, but the bullshit's deleted probably from showing their big ass titties nipple out. Oh, yeah, Nicole. It's just like that. All right. Appreciate it, man. Good. We out of here. We out of here. Thank you. Thanks for listening. The Mother Sucker Podcast with me, Michael Blackson. It's a Calvary Audio production brought to you by AHA Radio and the Black Effect Podcast Network. Produced by Brendan Morgan of Calvary Audio and A. King for the Black Effect. Associate producer is Jeff Apple. Executive produced by Michael Blackson, Keegan Rosenberger, and Dana Brunetti. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 